and hello. Welcome to the Movie Standoff Podcast. This is your host, Matt Baca, with our producer here in the studio, Mr. Darren Kwan. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Love the beard mustache. It's uh, it's really, it's becoming of you. It's great. Uh, we are uh, have a very special Halloween uh, episode for you. We're going to be debating the Halloween sequel. It's not a remake, but remake, but it is a sequel. And we have two special guests who are going to be arguing pro and con today. Our first guest is Laura Cox. Laura, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm happy to be here. Very good. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Are you a generally a fan of horror movies? Uh, no. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a real wimp. So. All right. Um, it was really it was a challenge. Okay. Uh, I had to, to sit through it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you know. It it had its it, it had its moments. Good, and you yeah. soldiered on. To, I did. For the yes, podcast. I stayed throughout the movie. I <laughs> I really don't like uh, scary movies. I scream like a little twelve year old girl. Like I freak <laughs> out like the whole time. So uh, you and I are in the same boat. But I'm looking forward Perfect. to hearing your analysis. And then our second guest uh, tonight is Justin Head. Justin, uh, how about you? Are you a big uh, uh, horror fan? Huge horror fan. When I was a student in college, I used to watch horror movies before I would go to a class early in the morning, just during breakfast. So <laughs> it's safe to say that I eat, sleep <laughs> horror movies. It's I make them. I'm a horror filmmaker as well. So that's oh great, all right, <laughs> excellent. Uh, what's what's your current one you're working on? Are you working on a film now? I am. Current? It's uh, just to keep it brief. It's a uh, short horror film. It's about a cult called Queen of the Dead, and it's. Something that I'm working on and finishing up within the next few uh, months, hopefully. So Great. And you wrote it, directed it, all that good stuff? That I did. Produced right. it as well. Awesome. Well, after uh, the end of the show, we'll make sure we give you some opportunity if you want to throw out the website or what have you for the listeners and uh, promote yourself as well. Uh, all right. Uh, well, now we've... Um, We've actually chosen that uh, each of uh, our guests are going to argue a certain side, either pro or con. Laura actually will go first, and she will uh, argue uh, the pros uh, on her side. And we'll start three minutes right now. All right, Halloween. So as, a, as somebody who is not a horror fan, I found many points in this movie that, uh, that were welcoming. Uh, there are many comedic moments. There were amazing child actors, including the, a little boy who's being babysat and a, a apparently perhaps queer questioning little boy who was murdered first by, uh, what's his name, Freddie? Yeah. Uh, Michael, Michael, sorry, shit. God damn it. Um, no, but multi-generational feminist story, you know? So you have Jamie Lee Curtis... She's she's a survivalist. She's figured out. She she's basically her whole life is about preparing for this moment. I really admired the way that her character was not necessarily likable, but fascinating and interesting in a way that a lot of I guess especially horror film heroines are not. Furthermore, I feel like the film was an indictment of like nonfiction podcasting culture. The uh, for those who haven't seen it, the movie opens with these two British awful people pursuing podcast story with Michael, and um, they're they're trying to get him to to speak, and eventually he murders them, and it it feels like a total indictment of this this culture of like this voyeurism 
of the of like contemporary nonfiction podcasts like Serial. So I guess what I'm saying is, while I'm not a horror movie fan, this this movie worked on a lot of different levels. When I wasn't, you know, hiding from the movie, <laughs> I was admiring its, you know, super smart commentary on all of these social themes and uh, contemporary culture. I also think that the main point here is that the child actors were super great. You know, props to props to casting. I have 20 seconds left. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, her her body was must have been amazing. The the fact that that she is a, a 60 plus year old woman and she's the the protagonist of this film and it was, you know, it's like the biggest opener with a woman who is. Um, older than 55, I think. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> Bye. All right, nicely done. All right, all right. Uh, very well done, uh, Justin. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, three minutes, uh, and you'll be uh, covering the cons. And if you want to rebut at all, or if you guys want to interrupt, feel free. And uh, on your mark, get set, go. For sure. All right. To start things off, well, I will say there were some comedic moments that did work for me, including the child actor that Laura had just mentioned. For the most part, there are moments in the script that's co-written by Danny McBride that didn't work for me entirely because they literally sound like they were coming out of the mouth of Danny McBride, who is someone that I do like in certain <coughs> movies. I just don't like hearing his stuff in a horror movie. It's very unusual, especially when you have a scene where two characters talk about sandwiches for three minutes that I goes would argue nowhere. that that's the best scene of the movie. <laughs> I've I've heard I've heard different opinions about that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's and <laughs> yeah, it's, it works for some people. It does doesn't work for others. <laughs> I'm one of the few. <laughs> the Halloween franchise has never been exactly the most gory or like uh, it doesn't necessarily focus on the deaths like other slasher movies, but. Unlike other films in the Halloween franchise, it seemed to have this thing for a lot of off-screen deaths. Or like scenes where, like, say, the boyfriend of one of the characters goes up the stairs to fight Michael, and then later you see him stabbed against the wall. On top of that, there were jump scares that, it being a Blumhouse film, why wouldn't it have those? But the one that just got so annoying to me was with those darn security lights, <laughs> where the security light goes on, Michael's standing there in front of the fat friend, uh, shuts off, comes back on, he's closer, shuts off, comes back on, and it surprised me that the audience actually got shocked when it happened and he stabbed the, the friend because it just felt like it was set up so much, you know, it's just, I'm like, maybe if he had gone off to the side, I would have, I would have been all right with it. The misdirection, uh, the moment where the doctor character, turns out he's a little nutty and... It becomes this very convoluted way of getting Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter to her safe house out in the woods when it could have just literally been as simple as she gets a ride with a cop and just goes from there. So that was very weird. I also just wasn't a fan of the Doctor character too much, save for one moment where he got shot in the arm for calling out, you know. <laughs> uh, there was also the... Uh, the fat friend that I mentioned earlier, I was very happy to see him die because he got annoying after a while. 20 seconds. Uh, 
And the last thing I want to say to wrap things up is the open ending. I it was I guess it was bound to happen. They were gonna leave something there to leave a potential sequel open, but I just wish they hadn't. <laughs> All right, and perfect time on that. Very nice. All right, now we're gonna go into the uh, uh, into the uh, lightning round. Well, not really lightning round, but, um, but we're gonna give you guys uh, 90 seconds on this uh, to do any kind of rebuttal. You can rebut uh, the other person. You can interrupt however you want to do it, and uh, we'll start back with uh, with Laura. With right. you, 90 seconds here. Great. I'll just go point by point now. So the banh mi sandwich. I think it's time that the banh mi sandwich had a cinematic moment. <laughs> it's a truly incredible sandwich, and more people should know about it. I, I feel like Halloween, parentheses, 2018, is going to be a seminal <laughs> moment in the history of the banh mi sandwich, so I don't understand what you're saying about that. Um, <clears throat> the jump scares. I think that the horror of that scene is the inevitability as opposed to the surprise. So I would argue that the suspense comes from the inevitability of the fat friend being killed. I mean, we all, like, the first moment we see him, we know he's going to be dead. Point. The The doctor character, I think that he adds an element of camp, which I think kind of speaks to this franchise's roots. I've never seen any other Halloween movies, but my understanding is that there there are, you know, campy elements to the, this uh I don't know. You're you're looking at me like it's but, sort of kind of you know. it's kind of yeah. weird to say. <laughs> I think it I think it it works with the sort of more comedic moments of this of this movie, which are some of its more successful moments. I would I would argue. Twenty seconds. Um, the open ending. My understanding is that that's just like you know fucking how it goes. Uh, you know what. I, I was I was actually really pleased that they didn't do the cliche thing of, of like oh the guy in the truck is like. I don't know. Time. An evil guy. Okay, bye. <laughs> awesome. All right. And now, Justin, 90 seconds for you. For sure. And I'm going off of what she said on her post. Or, or, yeah, anything you want to include for, for sure. Basically, for the most part, everything that you had listed prior on your pros list, I do agree with. Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, character and the handling of her uh, essentially uh, post traumatic stress after being attacked by Michael Myers back in the 70s was well handled. It's. Uh, my favorite character in the movie was the little kid. Uh, that was probably the shining moment of the film. Just in general, certain things that I enjoyed about the film, the cinematography, the music by John Carpenter. I liked certain continuity details with the first film, such as the fact that Michael Myers is missing an eye, like in the first one when he got that gouged out. There's also some nice callbacks. Uh, Nick Castle returns to play Michael Myers for a few scenes at, like he did back in the 70s. I like that they brought back the pumpkin from the opening credits of the first two films. And it also manages to acknowledge other entries in the film in some ways. I guess going back to the campy elements that you mentioned, there's three masks that appear in the film for the Silver Shamrock Company from the third Halloween. It's this skull mask, wish mask, and pumpkin mask. So I guess... In a sense, that uh, that is a certain campy element yeah. to the franchise. I, I just hear seconds. you agreeing with me. I don't... <laughs> Ten, Ten seconds. <laughs> it's, uh, but otherwise, seven out of ten. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. And that concludes our two rounds. Big round of applause for you guys. Very nice. And so now comes the time in our... Um, in our uh, podcast where Darren and I will step outside 
and we will discuss your analysis and we'll see how it lined up with our own analyses of the movie and when we come back we'll have a we'll have something special right Darren yeah still like a special gift for the winner all right we'll be right back and we are back uh, Darren and I discussed for a little while we physically leave the uh, studio, as you both could <laughs> could attest to, it wasn't just like a metaphor. And um, we discussed for quite a bit uh, at the time and, and thinking about your analyses and your rebuttals. And we both came to the conclusion we feel probably the stronger, the winner of this uh, podcast today would be Laura Cox, Woo! ladies and gentlemen. Wow, okay, so, thank you. Way to go, you both. We loved your analyses. Um, something, something more practical. Holy shit. There yes. You go. What, what did you win? I won wireless earbuds, you guys. Oh my gosh, that's so great. The I only ones have that Michael Myers. Ones, so this is perfect. <laughs> that's excellent. Excellent. Wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you. We want to thank both of you for being on the podcast. And you don't usually watch horror movies, no. so thank you for doing this as yeah, kind of homework was a, for the a podcast. Great personal cost, so. Very yeah. cool. Very <laughs> cool. Um, we'd like to just end the podcast um, where people can find you on social media. If you mm -hmm. have any projects going on, you're more than welcome to do it laura how about you you um i no um right. yeah i'm uh, <laughs> working full time and not doing anything excellent uh, very yeah. good well uh we'd love to have you back on the podcast sometime yeah, that was a I lot of fun to be back excellent uh and are you you're in the area right you're in yes, la yeah, proper yeah. okay excellent uh how about yourself justin Alrighty. well uh as I mentioned earlier, I'm working on a short film. It's going to be my last short film before moving on to features. I Great. and you can find me on Instagram as Justin Hedo One or Twitter as he, at Head of Gore, H E A D O F G O R E. And last but not least, I do have a website where you can see most of my horror films on there. It's www.slasher-films.wix.com/horror. Great. Oh, thank you. No thank you so much. Yeah. Just passing out cards <laughs> for those of you that couldn't see. Yeah, Great. And lastly, there's also a Slasher Films uh, Facebook page. All right. Perfect. Uh, I'd love to check those out. And I'll let you, uh, I'll send you the, if you haven't seen it, the teaser of uh, uh, the prelude of uh, Face of Michael Myers that I was in for that. So it's oh, pretty nice. good. Sorry, I'm not talking directly yeah. to the. <laughs> No phone but it's a microphone anyway but um <clears throat> wonderful thank you both for uh, for being on the podcast uh, we really appreciate it uh hey thank you guys for tuning in uh tune in next time we'll have more fun more guests and more reviews uh from the studio that's been darren kwan and your host matt baca thank you so much <laughs>